get it going. Yes, Welcome sir. to the Ed Fernandez Show. I'm Tom Roussel. With me, as always, the man, Ed Fernandez. Ed Fernandez. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to the show. Hallelujah. Yeah. This is our last show of 2023. Yeah. Yeah. 2023. Right? Yes. I'm already saying 2024. I already got 2024 yeah. in the brain. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know. I get all these, like, having to sign approvals and whatever, and I'm already putting 2024, I feel like. <laughs> December 2024. But, uh, so let's just get into it. Yeah. You always, you have some statements that you say. Yeah. And that's what this is going to be about. Yeah. You say, we don't run with the same pack of dogs. And you thought that would be a good thing to talk about for people going into a new year, 2024. What does that mean? What it means is there's a lot of things going on in this country. The economy seems to be bleak. The federal government says in order for this economy to flourish, people need to lose their jobs. Interest rates have to go up. You can't afford a home. All these bad things have to happen for things to get better. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's not what the kingdom of God says. Mm. The kingdom of God says is that I'm above and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. I don't go under the table begging for bread and eating crumbs. I sit at the table of the most high God and I eat as I please. So when I say we don't run with the same pack of dogs, I don't care what the federal government says. I don't care what the news says. I don't care what interest rate says. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Because even though this company abides on earth, it is ran from the throne of God. So all these circumstances do not apply to me, my employees, my companies. We don't run with the same pack of dogs. <laughs> See, I, you say it so often that I feel like some, so even some of our employees are going to see this episode and be like, that's what it means. <laughs> Cause you'll just be, you know, we'll have company wide meetings and you'll say that. And yeah. it's like, it makes sense, but not to the degree of the way you explained it to. Yeah. So you don't, you don't watch the news all the time. Mm -mm. You don't subscribe to any of this. Mm -mm. Nope. Why? Because it, it influences your mind. Right. Right? Who am I going to believe? If I'm going to believe LA Times, the New York Times, CNN, Fox, am I going to believe that stuff? Am I going to like, oh my God, I've got to prepare my life for this doom and gloom situation? How is that the kingdom of God? Mm -hmm. It is not the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. So I am part of this kingdom of God. So whatever God says, that's who I'm going to be. So yeah, I don't subscribe to that stuff. It's all cuckoo stuff for me. Mm -hmm. When we were talking about it yesterday, I was just thinking about the story of Jesus calming the storm. And it's so easy to, for people to be looking at the waves rather than looking at him. Yeah. Do you feel like all this news is the waves and people are so caught up in looking at the storm and not focusing on who controls everything? Yeah, I... I, I it, it's, 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 
look, we did shows on Battlefield of the Mind. Mm-hmm. And the mind is a very powerful tool. But where is the battle? The battle is in the mind. So whatever you fill your mind with, that's what you're going to battle with. So if I fill my mind with all this stuff that is contrary to what the word of God says, that is going to influence my decisions. That's going to influence the direction that I take. But if I remove myself from that poison and focus on what God says it is, then I'm going to do contrary to what the world tells me to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be prosperous and successful for the glory of God. Right. And when people have it in their mind, they start speaking it. And there's power to the tongue, right? I mean, you are very careful of what you say because you're speaking it out. And you saying all the stuff you just said means that we're going in 2024 doing exactly that. You're exactly right because, you know, words do not fall dead to the ground. They don't, they don't float away. They take, they take root, right? Mm-hmm. If I say, Tom, you're the worst employee I've ever had. I don't know why I have you. You're going to start thinking about that and performing that way because that seed has taken root in your heart. But if I say, Tom, I am, I am so proud of you. I think you're the best guy that has ever done marketing in this entire world. And I'm so thankful that you are part of this organization and I appreciate you and I want your family to be blessed and God's going to continue to prosper you. That all of a sudden, man, makes you start bubbling up and you're guy conquering the world. Mm-hmm. Those are the words right. that plant seed. Mm-hmm. What type of fruit do you want to eat based on the words that you're speaking? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Come on. Uh-oh. Let's go. Don't I, let me start it. preaching, he's, boy. Because I'm going to start preaching right now. Let's go. <laughs> he's getting going, people. Let's go. <laughs> Woo! So how do you... Do, okay, so we went to Cancun. Yes. We're doing the spa experience thing, you know, where you go through the different cold plunges and the saunas and the, you know, really nice, right? But we get paired up with this dude in there. <laughs> Doomsday. Everything we say, he's saying, you know, oh, where are you from? Alabama. You know, Jason's like, Alabama. Oh, worst storm of my life in Alabama. <laughs> oh, my God. We, no, no survivors, you know? How do you deal with people like that? I don't deal with people like that. Right. They're not allowed in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't. Look, I'm cordial. I'm respectful. But if I, as soon as I hear that stuff coming out of your mouth, you are a victim. You seek pity. You want someone to stroke you like a kitty so you can ma- meow? Mm-hmm. That is not me. Mm-hmm. So I do not hang out with people like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I cordially will, you know, associate myself because some of those people need help. But if you're fully ingrained in that thought process, I am sorry. I am not going to join your party and I'm not going to dig a hole with you waiting for a bomb to drop. Right. That is not me. Right. It totally changed the atmosphere. Oh, I felt. my God. I couldn't wait to the guy get out. We're trying to have a great time. I'm looking at this old man. I'm like, oh, he's an old dog that's never going to learn new tricks. He got to go. Yeah, because we're in Cancun. It's gorgeous. Five-star resort. Yeah. Sitting in the sauna. Yeah. And, he, and just to expand on the story, but he would anything we would say, he'd be like, oh, this feels like I'm back at home and wherever. And it's so humid there and all. And 
so right when he left, I could see a shift in in your countenance and how you I'm started like, enjoying yourself. This again. guy, dude, this guy's Jesus. He's uh, unfortunately. It's sad to see right. how people's mentalities can control the atmosphere, which directly is correlated to their environment. Mm -hmm. Right? So, you, no matter where you are, you can be on the most beautiful place on this planet. If your mindset is where you are, that beautiful place does not become relevant. Mm -hmm. It's your mind that actually creates that atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And he changed that atmosphere. And as soon as he left, I changed it right back. Mm -hmm. And the opposite of you were in a place where you, had, you lost everything, but you weren't speaking that you lost everything ever, right? Ever. You, and look at you now. So it's like you could be in the worst place, and speak in a way that changes the atmosphere, or you could be in the best place and speak in a way that changes the atmosphere. Who do you surround yourself with? What type of people you surround yourself with? I've surround myself with kingdom-minded people, people that believe what God says, people that, look, I'm gonna tell you a story. And it's not even relevant to what we're doing today, but it really brought a revelation to me. Okay. We were in Vegas for F1. I had a friend there who got a table at a nightclub. Okay. I have not been to a club, Jesus, in 35 years. Yeah. Okay. God told me when I was coming out of the world, why, what are you doing in these den, these den of devils? So I never went to the club again, right? Mm -hmm. So I walk into this club. It's all dark. The music's playing. I'm like, Ruth, this don't feel right. There's something wrong here. Yeah. We got to go. Ruth goes, let's, let's just work it out, work it out, work it out. So we go into the club, and we're behind the DJ booth, and there's people dancing, right? And they're dancing not like cool dancing. I'm like have blinders on. And I'm yep. thinking, I'm like, Lord, we got to go. And you know what Jesus said to me? Hmm. Jesus said to me, this would have been the place I would have hung out back in my days. Because I hung out with the thieves. I hung out with the gangbangers. Mm -hmm. I hung out with the drug dealers, the prostitutes, the pimps. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was chastised. Mm -hmm. Just be a representative of me in this place. And I bring that back to you saying, who do you surround yourself with? I don't want the audience to think I'm a holy roller. Right. And I float off the ground three inches and I have a halo on my head mm -hmm. and I only hang out with Christianese people. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. The reality is, is the only really influence in my life other than my Lord and Savior is my wife and my mentor, Greg. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I find myself isolated a lot. Yeah. But if I look at it in a positive way, I find myself insulated a lot. Not isolated. Mm. Right? Right. It's mindset. Mm -hmm. Isolated, I'm all alone. Insulated, I'm protecting what's in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I'll use the term insulated instead of isolated. Right. 
But when it comes to just hanging out with people, what good is the Spirit of God living in me if I keep it in the four walls of the church? Mm-hmm. It's not what Jesus did. Right. Jesus hang out with all the thugs, all the people, all the cats. The Bible says, I came for the sick. Right? Those who need a doctor, I came for. Mm-hmm. So I hang out with those people too. Right? And hey, they trip out. Man, this dude loves Jesus, but he's fun. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a balance, right? Insulate myself when it comes to my mind, but get out in the world and show how good God is. Mm-hmm. And the holy rollers, the Pharisees and Sadducees were the ones saying, Jesus, why are you hanging out with these people? Correct. The why religious you, folk. The religious folk. I ain't religious. Right. Okay, I ain't got a religious bone on my body. Right. I got relationship. Yes, sir. The lover of my soul, my dad. My best friend, my father, God, my mentor, my teacher. Man, he's just everything to me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I can't hang out with people who don't have him because mm-hmm. they need him mm-hmm. just as much as I still need him. Right. Right. I see you kind of shifting the mindset of people that work at the company too. You could look at negative times. You could look at maybe the money raise wasn't as good this month, this year. But those are the times that you shift into growth mode. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. When it doesn't make sense. When people are saying, why would you make these decisions? Yes, sir. Tell me about that a little bit. Again, decisions are being made based on circumstances that are being delivered through the media. You cannot even believe what the media says anymore. You know, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but there's truth to that. So why am I going to make decisions like herd mentality? If everyone says on the news, this is what's going on, and all companies go in that direction, how do I not know that that direction is going to the butcher to get slaughtered? I'm not doing that. I've always had... I'm. There's a term, you know, in my CrossFit class, okay? When the class used to be get really big. I know where you're going. With all these new kids on the block, we're like, time to thin the herd. Mm-hmm. And we all knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. So on the board, we would do the most difficult CrossFit workout you can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And those that were legit, showed up the next day. Those that weren't legit, the herd got thinned because they couldn't get out of bed for the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. That's how I run this company. We thin the herd. How many similar companies were there when you you were starting? Thousands. 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 Thousands, because we started the company in 2014, but it was on the backs of the Jobs Act of mm-hmm. 2012 when crowdfunding came out. And everybody and their mom was a crowdfunding real estate money raiser. So I'd go to conferences, and we I was like a peon, right? No one knew who I was. I was just there to get educated to see who was doing what. And all of a sudden, today... 
thousands of those companies don't exist because all those guys didn't know what the heck they were doing, the herd got thinned. Mm -hmm. And that is very similar to what I do today. I do not have competitors. I have rivals. Do you know what rivals do? Rivals make you better. And when you outlive a rival, you automatically win because the herd gets thin. And so you rise to the top, right? And when you rise to the top, you gather market share that you never thought you can get. That's how we run this company. And that's what we're looking for in 2024. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's powerful stuff. When you first said that, I didn't know what it meant. You got rivals? Okay. But I think about it almost like a, you know, you played football. Say you're the best running back. The other best running back, it doesn't matter. That's not your competition. That's your rival. That's they push you to be better. Exactly right. And you know what? You're going to play longer. You're going to score more touchdowns. And you're going to have way more thousand yard seasons. That's exactly that, right. Than that person Because he's not who I'm trying to be. Right. I'm really trying to beat myself. Right. Right. I'm trying, how good am I? Uh-huh. Not, oh, I'm better than you. Well, then that means I got to try to be better than the other guy and the other guy and the other guy. That becomes exhausting. Right. But if I have a football career of 20 years, which is like unheard of, it's maybe that's a kicker or a punter, mm -hmm. but I'm a running back running the ball for 20 years. I smash every record because I outlived everyone. Right. That is 1031 crowdfunding. Right. How do you deal with lawyers or people that are, you're getting advice from of how you structure these deals, how you run your company, CPAs, lawyers, <laughs> all this. They tell you, you can't do this, Ed. <laughs> it's impossible. They always say that. And then what do you do? I, I tell them, you either get in line with what my thought process is or I'm going to fire you. And then you find a way. They find a way. Yeah. I said, don't tell me what I can't do. Tell me how I can do it. Because if you're a lawyer that tells me all the things I can't do, I don't want to work with you. Just mm -hmm. tell me how I can do it. Then we got something to talk about. Mm -hmm. So they know me by now. Don't tell me this is bad and this is bad. Look, there's wise counsel. Yeah. When it comes to the securities laws, when it comes to the tax laws, you have to have wise counsel. And you have to do everything within those laws. But there's a lot of times that there's a lot of naysayers and very negative because of their lack of knowledge or their lack of being an entrepreneur. Creativity. Creativity. They don't ever think that they can get out of this box that they're used to. Mm -hmm. Ed Fernandez is the guy that lives outside of the box, and they all used to that. Something similarly that you do to that is we were at a past company. We talked about it a ton of times. But everybody had a plaque on the wall. <laughs> Everyone was would give counsel because they were the big, the big shot of where they were before. And you would butt heads with a lot of those people. But you don't run. You don't. You hire differently here. Yeah. And not everybody's got a plaque on the wall of their no, degree. No. No. Look, there's nothing wrong with college. You know, if you want to spend your money doing that, so be it. You know, unfortunately, college is all about partying and, you know, you get to party and hang out with females or males. And, you know, really, I don't know where the value is today, but I'm not saying don't go to college. 
but also that creates bad habits and that also creates entitlement. Just because you go to college and you got a degree, you think you're automatically qualified to work here? That don't mean jack to me. The culture is what matters to me. If you have and you fit the culture, then the talent can come. We'll teach you. You know, if you're smart, we'll teach you. But if you fit the culture, the culture is what drives this organization. So don't come with me with this big old degree and this and that. Now, when it comes to accounting, you know, gap accounting and all that stuff, you need people with plaques. Yes. Okay. Can't just hire people off the streets because they handle their checkbook really good. That don't work, right? So there's, there's value to that. But when it comes to the, the, the material fact of the organization, even those accounting people have to fit the culture. So the culture is more important to me than anything else. Okay. Yeah. And with the culture, you often say, all boats rise with the tide. Yes, sir. What does that mean? That means that if, because I'm a billionaire, you're going to be a multimillionaire. That's what that means. Ruth and I are not here to prosper and make all the money for ourselves. Ruth and I are here to change your life and 40 other employees' lives and all their families. That's what our mission is. We are in the marketplace to show the believer, the non-believer, that Jesus Christ is the God that owns everything in his kingdom. He is the king. We are in a colony of his kingdom, and we are a mini shadow of what the true kingdom should be. And that's what our lives are going to be. We are a representative of the most high God and we will have heaven on earth mm-hmm. before I die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love what you're saying about the mission because recently I've been thinking about the difference between a goal and a mission. A goal is easy to miss. Yeah. Give up on. You didn't meet it. It's done. But you've always been, this is the mission. And you just said the mission among others, you know, you have other missions as well, but that's powerful of like, that's what you're living for. Yeah. Not just to meet a financial goal, not just to take, maybe be up the pecking order of our rivals. Talk to me about a little bit about how do you live with that purpose of your mission every day with the, on the thinking that there's 40 families that are on your shoulders here. You know, when God told me that I will never have money problems in my entire life moving forward, that's all I needed to hear. That means as long as I follow God with my intent to be obedient, and I'm going to digress a little bit here. Go for it. I've had a 21-day assignment for three years, okay? You asked me, hey, Ed, let's do a show. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And I said, Tom, I'm not ready to do that show because there's a portion in my life that I'm not being obedient in. I decided to start this 21-day assignment again. And because this 21-day assignment has taken me three years, when it should only take 21 days, 
I can only imagine what I've missed. Am I three years behind of what God really has for me? I am absolutely three years behind. Why? Because there's something in my heart didn't did not want to yield to God. There's a room that I said, you cannot come into this room. This is my room. You cannot have the key. And God's is telling me, okay, well, then I can't take you to the other place I want you to go. But today, I can proudly say I'm in five days of my 21-day assignment, and I am going into 20... <sighs> Sorry. I am going into 2024 with my whole heart belonging to him, knowing that there's no room he cannot access. And that's what I would encourage the viewers to do is to go into 2024. You know, we have these New Year resolutions. We do them for a month and then they're over. But if I had a resolution to, to the audience to give advice to, I would say go into 2024 with giving God everything that he's asking you for. Submit your entire heart to him. Don't have any secret rooms that you don't allow him in. And you watch receipt he's going to do. I know that's probably your last question. But believe me, your last question, we're going to pray. Mm. And I'm going to pray over the audience. But I can proudly say I'm going into 2024 by being intentional with my obedience on a 21-day assignment that's taken me three years. Mm. I'm not finished, but I'm going to be finished. That's The resolution is a goal that people may, and they say a month long, and they, they don't complete it. But yeah. what you're talking about is a mission, and that's powerful stuff. So you're talking about your 21-day, what did you call it? 20, assignment. Assignment, yeah. right? And what I'm, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of something that God convicted you on that you didn't want to give up. Something in your life that you are holding back instead of giving everything to him. Yes. For maybe new believers or Christians out there, or Jesus followers that want to know what God has for them. Yes. Do you have any practical ways of how you got to the point of being convicted about something, hearing God's voice and knowing where he wants you to be? I know that's a crazy question, but... Number one, if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost by speaking in tongues, I know there's a lot of controversy behind that. But if you want to eat the whole pie instead of having a slice of the pie gone from your whole pie... If you want to eat at Denny's instead of Mastro's, get filled with the Holy Ghost. Because you cannot hear the voice of God without the third person of the Holy Ghost speaking to you. Number one. Okay? So, if it's a desire to hear the voice of God, 2024, get filled by the Spirit of God, by the evidence of speaking in tongues, number one. 
Number two, when that happens, I promise he will talk to you. And when he talks to you, when he talks to you, the voice of the Holy Spirit representing the Father, the King, gives you a command, you have a choice to make. That choice is, will I obey or will I not obey? That's the most practical information that I can give you. I can't tell you to take five steps and do this. I can't tell you to read your word this many hours. I can't tell you to go into uh, some mountain and start praying and God is going to talk to you. I can't tell you those things because this is a personal journey for each and every believer. But you cannot hear the voice of God unless you're filled with the spirit of God. And the Bible says that's the evidence of speaking in tongues. And I know there's other people out there that be like, wait a minute, you know, I, I don't know. Most people say, well, that's not for all believers. The Bible says that he's not a respecter of persons. Why is he going to treat me different than you? Aren't we not the same? Did he not die for you just the way he died for me? Why can I heal the sick, cast out demons, right? Why can I, why can I do signs and wonders and the other person can't? That's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, I got to go. I got to go because if I don't go, I can't send you the comforter. I can't send you the power from on high. And then all of them were in the upper room and there was like thunder and fire on their heads and they all started speaking other tongues. Woo, come on. You want to hear the voice of God? Get filled by the spirit of God. And then your journey will come a lot easier. But then the tough thing is, what's inside of you that you're not willing to give up mm. so that you can walk that journey and get to the other side, which is the promised land that is better than the land you currently live in today. Mm -hmm. That's the most practical information I can give anybody that has listened to this show right now. People, a lot of people know who God is. Yes. A lot of people know who Jesus is. There's a number of people that don't know who the Holy Spirit is. And can you just expand upon that a little bit more? I mean, you said a lot about that's the most important thing. That's the biggest tip. But what if they don't even know what that means? Well, we're going to do a show because I was uh, yesterday or no, in my quiet time, I felt that the Lord was telling me, I want you to talk about the Holy Spirit. Right. So I'm studying on the Holy Spirit okay. and who the Holy Spirit is. But the Holy Spirit is not lightning bolts and thunder that come out of Darth Vader in, in, in Star Wars. That that's not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the third person of the Holy Trinity. It is a person. It is a representative of the kingdom of God. It is the power of God. It is the way signs and wonders are created. It is the way God speaks to you. So if you don't have the filling of the Holy Ghost, by the evidence of speaking in other languages, and you know why you speak in other languages? Because there is an enemy. And if you study war, what is the first thing that goes and they blow up? They blow up the communication towers. Right. Why do they blow up the communication towers? So that you cannot communicate. That causes confusion. Chaos. So if I have a secret language, that the enemy doesn't understand what I'm saying, 
I have a secret code that I'm communicating to the kingdom. And that code is being related back to me. Strategies. Mm -hmm. Woo, come on. Mm -hmm. Strategies. Direction. Goals. People who I need to be with. Who I need to talk to. Doors that are going to be open. Money that's coming from here. Money that's coming from there. Real estate that's coming from here. Real estate that's coming from here. That's coming directly from the kingdom of God through that secret code. Through the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. That's the only way you can win. And you keep hearing me say, walking with my Lord Jesus is like cheating. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I get it from the throne room of God, the direct source, the God that sits outside of time, that sees the beginning and the end, the, the alpha and the omega. Why am I not going to listen to God who sits outside of time to tell me, don't do this, do this, walk this way, talk to that guy. This is the real estate you should buy. These are the people you should hire. Don't do this. Don't do that. I win. I win. I win. I win. Get filled by the Holy Ghost in 2024. You got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. When you get going, I'm just like hyped. Here's a practical, and I keep on using practical, but you want to hear about practical of how much it's cheating, like you say. Yeah. There's a story that you kind of touched on, I think, and uh, you really want to be an entrepreneur. But my dad says it all the time, man. The company was going to go under that we were at. There was no money to pay paychecks. My dad was going to have to tell everybody that you got to cancel Christmas, basically, right? Yeah. And the Holy Ghost told you, God, Jesus, all of them, from the throne room, the money's there. Look in the accounting department. <laughs> that was amazing. No, 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 no. We checked it a thousand times. There's no money. How, you imagine, like, you, my dad's just like you, too. He knows where the money is at all times, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You sign every single check that comes out of People think we're too old school, but it's like you're signing the check if somebody's getting paid here, right? Yes, sir. Every single check. Yes, sir. You know where all the money is. Yes, sir. There was 900000 in the bank account that wasn't there. And they didn't see it. And they didn't see it. And God showed it to them. God showed it. Yes, sir. And that's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. That is the Holy Ghost. That, it's, uh, we talk about sounding cuckoo. It I don't care, matter. man. I don't care, man. It doesn't I, matter. I'm cuckoo for Jesus. Right. You know, I, I, I'm, I ain't cuckoo for Cocoa Puss, but I'm cuckoo for Jesus. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. So I was just thinking about that when you're talking about that. I mean, you can't explain it. It's like, so I completely agree with you. Go out there and. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I could not follow Jesus. I'm going to keep it 100. Okay. I don't like eating potatoes without gravy. I'm not going to eat a box of saltine crackers without any water. There's substance, but it's dry. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost makes it exciting. Mm -hmm. Makes it powerful makes it amazing, 
makes it wonderful, makes it unbelievable, makes it addictive. Mm -hmm. I can't get enough. Mm -hmm. I want more. And I'm more and more. Give me more, Lord. Give me more, Lord. That's the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. You got to have it. You got to have it. I didn't know this was going to be the direction <laughs> of the episode Response again. I think I can encourage you, but this is a show of hope. Right. You want hope? You tired of going to church? You tired of reading your word and nothing happening? You sick and tired of that? I'd be sick and tired of it. Right. You don't the need definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Why are you going to do the same thing over and over again? You know why people backslide? Because they ain't got no Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost waits. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's not going to say, shame on you. You shouldn't be doing that. You're not a believer. That's condemnation. That's the pit of hell talking to you. If you can listen and hear. Listen, listen to this. This is what blows my mind. Without the Holy Ghost, Satan still talks to you. You're not worthy. You're a piece of crap. No one loves you. Kill yourself. How can you hear a spiritual voice move in that direction and not believe there's a Holy Ghost that speaks the opposite? Mm. That blows my mind. Woo-wee. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. What if you did get filled with the Holy Ghost and the enemy comes to you and goes, you're worthless, you're nothing, kill yourself. Holy Ghost comes, no, no, no. Don't listen to him. I love you. I have a plan for you. Mm -hmm. My ways are higher than your ways. Mm -hmm. Get up. Keep walking. I'm with you. Do not fear. I have overcome the world. Whoo! What are you going to do? Kill yourself? No, you're not. You're going to like, you know what? You lying, stupid devil. You get up and you start walking. That's the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Get the Holy Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Oh, man. You wake up, you go to battle every single day. Yes, sir. But God says, God tells us who we are. You mentioned some of it earlier in the... You got a list? I got a song. Oh, you got a song. I got a song that I listened to. Got it. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. And he is everything I need. So I will not worry. I will not fear the enemy. He said that he loves me. He said that he's with me even through the walk through the valley of shadow of death. And I still know he still has good plans. He has good plans for me. The Lord is my savior, so why should I doubt my victory? Why should I question the rod and the staff that comforts me? He quiets the waters, he quiets the storms inside of me. So what could be better than walking with him when I believe he has good plans, he has good plans for me. That's God, 
Mm. That's who he is. He is the comforter. He's my protector. He's my advocate. He's my fortress. He covers me. He comforts me. He encourages me. He walks with me. He talks with me. He holds me. He loves me. He encourages me. He says I can do everything through his power. That's who he is. He has good plans for me. He has good plans for you. So why should I fear? Why should I doubt? Why should I not believe? You know what he's done for you. He's, you know what he's continuing to do for you. You know what he can do for you. There's just some hangups that you may have. There's some areas in your life you're not willing to give up. But why? Why not give them up? Why just not like go for it? Why not? I'm all in. Just I'm all in, Lord. Why? Why not do that for 2024? Why not? <laughs> Why not allow the creator of heaven and earth to show how wonderful and glorious he is through your life. You just got to be all in for 2024. That's what I would say. Do you want to leave our listeners with a prayer? Yes, sir. To start off 2024 yes, sir. with a bang? Yes, sir. All so, right. Father, for everyone out there listening to this show, I pray, Lord, an encounter for 2024 that you would prosper them, Father, that you would engulf them with your love and your fire, that they would understand the Spirit of God, that you would open doors that no man can shut, Father, that you would grant favor upon them, Lord, that they would not lack anything, Father. Father, I would pray in the mighty name of Jesus, that they would experience an encounter with you, Lord, in their sleep, walking, you're talking, in their car, you're filling their car with your presence. Let them understand the fire and the power that you have, Lord, over their lives and the love that you have for them. Lord, encourage them all to be all in. I pray for them that it be a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and that 2024 would be one that you would use them to glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It's going to be a good year, man. Amen, brother. It's going to be a good year. Amen. We're going to the moon, baby. Put on your space suit. <laughs> Woo-wee. I love it. Hey, Merry Christmas to all you guys out there and, and, and ladies. And thank you so much for watching the show. Please 
If you didn't get anything from this show today, get in your room, in your quiet place, and inquire about the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, and the feeling of speaking in tongues. Don't be scared of it. Don't listen to anything that's out there. Just read the Bible. And the Bible talks about the, the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God as the third person of the Holy Trinity. It's nothing to be scared of, but just go for it. I, I promise you, the fire and the zeal that you have with God will blow your mind. And the miracles and the wonders that he has for you is unbelievable. It's worth taking that chance. We appreciate you guys. Please like, comment, subscribe, and continue to drop in the comments or DM us what you guys want to hear in 2024. We appreciate it. Until next time. Happy New Year. You're the best part of the Ed Fernandez Show. Have a blessed day.